Hey guys, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone. This episode is brought to you by not being in a car at work, because I'm not in a car at work. I'm just at work. I'm actually in my office, which I don't normally do on my overnight shifts. Uh, but the car has no heat, and it's fucking cold outside. It's like 15 degrees outside, and I'm not sitting in a car when it's only 15 degrees outside. If you hear anything in the background, you hear the weather channel on the television in the background. I can't turn it off. I'm not allowed to. So, if you hear something that's not me, uh, that's what that's what it is. I could lower it, but I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Uh, on a random tangent to start, I'm really annoyed that I can't actually be in the car, because I really hate sitting in here overnight. Uh... A few years ago, when I started doing overnight shifts again, I I started, like, in the winter, I started to get really bad nosebleeds. And I uh, decided it was because I was sitting in this office overnight because it was really dry because of all the heat fr- from it being cold. Well, heat from heaters, obviously. Uh, and I started getting really bad nosebleeds. And this is, uh, this has been a thing since I've had uh, diabetes. Uh, in the winter. Uh, I've gotten nosebleeds before, but never has it gushed out of my nose in such a rapid amount. So, things you learn on my podcast. That being said, uh, we're supposed to get a new car in sometime between two to five weeks from now. And that can show up at any time. Let me tell you, because... I still sit in the car during the day, and I did the past few days, uh, I, and I hate being in, inside the mall these days, basically, if we don't have a car, I don't want to be here, and so it takes a lot for me to actual, to actively not be in the car, but uh, I just couldn't deal with it, it's that, it's that cold with, without any heat. Uh, tomorrow night, it's supposed, I think it's supposed to be like higher 20, so... Hopefully tomorrow I can go in there. Uh, yeah, but the last few days weather has been absolute shit. Uh, I got here to work on Friday at 2 o'clock, and then, like, by 4 o'clock it started the basically, like, blizzard-level snow. Basically. Like, the, the week before it had snowed, but, like, the second it started snowing, it, like, the visibility was immediately shit. And, like, it started to pile up immediately. There, there, I, there, I don't even know why people start still came, were still coming here throughout the day. But, I mean, it was practically dead. And then driving home was a fucking nightmare. All the way home. It was 30 minutes of just driving in snow. Couldn't tell what lane I was in at all. People don't know how to drive. I fell, like... At four o'clock, when I was went to go turn on lights, I walk. I I slipped. Go. I slipped over the ice going into, going towards the corridor. So I tried to go around the same spot, because this is right after it started snowing. This ice was already there. It was already there, just frozen from the night before. It was just covered up from snow that had just fallen. So I tried going around it. No, I just found some more ice and actually fell on that ice. So I got my one fall uh, fall of the year on ice out of the way in, like, the second really significant amount of snow. 
So there will be no more for the rest of the year, for the rest of the season. If not, I will sue the weather. Uh, didn't really hurt. I fell on my radio. So the radio took the brunt of the damage. So it was, my hip was a little sore. And, yeah, because these days, now when you fall, you also have to fall tactically because you can't fall on the side of you that your phone is on. Because if you fall on the side your phone's on, well, then your phone's going to break, and then you compounded the damage. So, like, that happened to me last year. Like, I got out of my car, and I fell on, ran, like, my car was surrounded with ice. So I just fell to my knees, and I knew I was going all the way down. I'm like, well, going to have to fall on my left side. So, <laughs> that, yeah, that happened. Yeah, and then I was just fucking freezing the past two days. So, yeah. That it's it's been fun and it's still freezing today right now. During the day was okay, but uh, I I can just tell uh, it's not wouldn't be worth being in the car. Uh, as much as I would much prefer to be in there, because sitting here is boring. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, that car can't show soon enough. Sometimes the heat works in this car. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't know when it wants to work or not, though. That's the problem. <sighs> Anyways, on to actual wrestling. SmackDown and Raw. Um, let's see. I mean, I've watched parts of both. I don't watch all of it, as usual. Uh, SmackDown. Uh, John Morrison's match with Big E was really fun. Uh. As is no surprise. Honestly, what it made me want is a. Uh, it made me want Big E to get an IC title run. I mean, Shinsuke's not doing shit with it, so just give Big E the belt. Long past time for him to get a singles run, for folks' sake. I mean, he. They don't have to. I mean, you don't have to break up the New Day or anything. Just have him win the damn title. So. I'm ready. Uh, okay, hold on a second, I need a drink. Just listen to the weather channel behind me. Anyways. Uh. Eh, is there really anything else specific to talk about? Uh, Bobby Roode and Roman had a tables match. I didn't watch that because it's Bobby Roode and I don't give a fuck. Like, a lot of people, like... I haven't watched a lot of this Roman Reigns stuff recently, and a lot of people are probably like, hey, you're smart. You hate Roman Reigns. I'm like, no, I don't hate Roman Reigns at all. I like Roman Reigns. I just don't give a fuck about half the people he's fighting. I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. I don't give a fuck about Dolph Ziggler. I don't give a fuck about Bobby Roode. <coughs> I, I, I like the revival, but there's really nothing for them on main roster. They should just go back to NXT, where, where you can get away with just being good wrestlers. Uh, I mean, like, when they first got called up, maybe there would have been something for them when they were fresh off of all their good stuff from NXT, but then they got hurt, and then by the time they got back, like, the whole tag team boom that we were having with the Usos in the New Day was basically over, so what was the point? I mean, they did have a decent match with the Usos here, but, I mean... 
Is anyone really surprised? It's the Usos and it's the Revival, but... So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't really care for the fact that Roman and Baron are having a match before the Royal Rumble. It's like, well, this is not really necessary. It's just, I mean, you could... Again, I have no problem with Roman beating Baron freaking Corbin. It's just, why do we need to spend time doing this? Like, Roman Reigns beating Baron Corbin is a, is a, an obvious result. <laughs> it's like, why do we need to waste our time actually having this match? It's like, this is a foreclugging excuse me, a foregone conclusion. I, I hope someone got my reference. I'm sure no one did, but, but it, it's a, if you've ever played the NHL video game, so like, I think it's an NHL hits, it's like, one of the commentators about to say it's a foregone conclusion. It's a it's a foreclugging gajin. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Anyways, put them in a body bag. Uh, yeah. I just want Roman to have feuds I care about, and just, they just keep giving him shitty ass opponents that I don't give a fuck about. Like that. That's my only problem. Is it, he's great in the ring. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's just that they give him opponents that I don't care about, and because I don't care about them, that also means, well, I. That's also a foregone conclusion, and I don't care much for predictability. If if it's a, an opponent I don't care about and it's predictable, I don't care. As like if it's a, an opponent I care, like even if it's predictable, if it's an opponent I care about, it, it it'll at least be a good match. And then the, I can also be, there could also be like, hey, maybe he won't win. Which is also fine. It's like, that's all I want. As long as the match will actually be good, then I'll actually watch it. But you give me Dolph Ziggler or Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode, I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, that that's the, that's the thing. Uh... Yeah, but uh, Mandy Rose and o- Mandy Rose beat Alexa Bliss. Alexa has another L in her name. How I, I don't know how many L's in her name there are now. It's just a fuck ton. But uh, Otis helped. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kane showed up because he could. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do. And basically helped Daniel Bryan get one up on the fiend. The Firefly Funhouse was fun, and they're going to have a strap match. Yay! Excitement intensifies. Can you tell how excited I am about this being a strap match? No? Okay. I had my really excited face on. I, 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 you should have seen it. Like, it was the craziest face I've ever made in my fucking life. I'm, I'm sure I could duplicate it. Anyways. Uh, strap matches are one of a number of matches I give zero fucks about. 
The most common match I don't give us any fucks about that might surprise people are is cage matches. I don't give a fuck about cage matches. They do not entertain me. Not after seeing so fucking many of them. It's like they're all the same. It's like, I'm gonna throw you into this cage. Oh. Except for when they jump off the top of it, I don't give a fuck. It's like, I'm gonna throw you into this cage. I'm gonna throw you into this cage. Hey, let's throw each other into this cage. I'm gonna go over the top. No, you're not. I'm gonna go out the door. No, you're not. I'm gonna go for a pin. You can't go for a pin. It's a cage match. Except for when you can. I'm gonna go over the top, and you're gonna go over the top, and we're gonna... Both of our feet are gonna touch the floor, then... Who won? Nobody? Do we start again? Oh, that third guy who wasn't actually in the match who crawled all from another ring one. Oh. JBL. Okay. That's what happened. That's cage matches. Ca- cage matches 2020. No more of them. That, that Showed them in 2020 for president. No more cage matches. That's my platform. Vote me in. Not 35 yet. You can't actually vote me in. I'm only 32. I'll be 33. In two years, you can vote for me for president. Uh, but, I mean, Bernie or Warren will be president by then, so... It'll be fine. You don't even need to vote me in. We've already got someone good. Knock on wood. Anyways. Moving on from that. Uh, the actual important part of the show, because... This is noted Sasha and Bailey podcast of I will make this match happen. Uh, so they were in the back and Lacey attacked Sasha, f- presumably from behind because that wasn't shown on the screen. But Lacey is an idiot who attacks people from behind because faces. Yeah. I'm a face, so we tap from behind. Yay. That totally makes me cheerworthy. So, yeah, and then uh, Bailey and Lacey were just fighting, and then, yeah, Sasha was supposed to have her match with Lacey, but she couldn't compete because Lacey's a fucktard who decided to hit her. And, I mean, Sasha is far too rich to be out there competing with a somewhat injured leg. Who the fuck is Lacey Evans for to to think that she should get to fight Sasha with, with a with a small minor injury? Obviously, it's not a real injury, but we're supposed to believe it is. So she's hurt. How dare you touch my Sasha? Well, not my. It doesn't belong to me, obviously. But Lacey Evans, you can go fuck yourself. Injuring the best wrestler in the world. You should be ashamed. Fucking ignorant white people. That's what they do. They they injure their superiors. So then Bailey is all pissed off, and then Adam Idiot Pierce shows up and somehow books her in the match against Lacey. I mean, who died and made this idiot boss? I mean, this dude's last name is Pierce. Who the f- is he? Does Shouldn't he be going to star in some James Bond movie? I mean, like, Pierce Brosnan did, and those movies were bad. I'm sure he could do just as bad of a job as Pierce Brosnan. 
I like those movies. At least a couple of them. Anyways. Uh, Adam, idiot, Pierce. Anyways. Uh, Lacey won. No one's surprised. And Lacey's going to lose at the Royal Rumble to Bailey now. As everyone already knew, it just took us this long to get here. So the obvious part of how this is going to tie into the Sasha and Bailey WrestleMania feud is Sasha got hurt, kind of, and um, Bailey had to be part of this match, and then lost to Lacey, and made this title match happen. So because Sasha was fake hurt, Bailey has to defend her title now. That's how that's going to add into it. Yeah. Uh, still have a ton of anxiety about this match happening right now, especially since I'm further into writing this blog post. Uh, I, I've done all the notes, I've started work, it's, go, it's kind of a mixture, it's mostly kayfabe, but there's some analysis to it, kind of mixes in, not, there's really no, like, it's part, it doesn't, there's no real transition from between them and then back to kayfabe, it's just gonna be what it is. I'm getting a... A lot of anxiety because I just I want to make sure this match is happening and it's the week of the rumble I just want honestly right now I just want Sasha to win the rumble I know she's not going to but I just want it to happen to ease my mind we'll get to predictions later but I'm getting a number of things I'm thinking a number of things that I don't want to think like I'm starting I'm starting to think maybe Lacey will actually beat Bailey. I don't think that's going to happen even or she doesn't beat Bailey, but then they have Lacey versus Bailey in Saudi Arabia cuz they're doing a fucking Saudi Arabia show in the middle of the road to WrestleMania. Like planning, do some of it. This is the most important time of the year. You're doing a fucking Saudi Arabia show like three weeks after the Royal Rumble. Like, have you thought of anything? Seriously. Like, ah, fuck this company. And then, so, like, Lacey, maybe Lacey beats bit. So, they want to have, like, maybe they want Lacey to win in Saudi Arabia because she's a Marine, which makes no fucking sense anyway. You're not Saudi. We're not. So, you want an former United States Marine to win a title in Saudi Arabia for reasons? That doesn't mean that she's going to win, but she could. I mean, like, my... I think... I'm gonna hope nothing happens with Saudi Arabia. Because if there's two matches between them, then I get nervous. I mean, there could just be multiple ver ways that Lacey gets screwed and then she ends up losing definitively in the Elimination Chamber. So, like, I'm pretty positive Bailey is going to retain in some scheming means at the Royal Rumble. Whether it's by disqualification or some other shit. I'm pretty sure it's that that's what's going to happen. But, if you have... There could be more bullshit in Saudi Arabia too, which then leads to an elimination chamber. But, I feel like... If you do that, it doesn't really make any sense for there to be an Elimination Chamber match. Because 
kind of feel like if you're going to have the chamber match, you're going to announce that before then. It's like, the chamber is like two weeks after it or something. I don't know what the exact dates. I really don't care. Again, I'm not watching that show. It will never matter. But it's just... Just have her some scheme. Have Bailey retain in some scheme, and then announce a chamber with Lacey in it. And Lacey will seem like the big threat until she's not. Like I've I've mentioned in the Twitwell Discord the other day, like that Bailey is going to turn on Sasha, and one of them was like, like why would she turn on Sasha? She doesn't she want the backup? But like. Well, I mean, she'll turn on Sasha because Bailey knows that Sasha will do the same to her because Sasha wants to win the title. So she's just going to strike during the chamber match because she she knows Sasha will do it to her if she does if she doesn't do it first. So she's going like I, she's going to it's going to be the two of them and Lacey. And then when it seems like the two of them are going to gang up on her, she's going to toss Sasha down, and then Lacey's going to pin Sasha, and then Bailey's going to get Lacey, and then that'll be the end of Lacey, and then Sasha will be pissed off. Easy. And then they, they, there's four weeks from Chamber to Mania. You don't need that. You don't need much more time to build Sasha versus B- Bailey, because there's plenty of history there. That's, if you need something from Sa- Mania to or Chamber to Mania in four weeks' time, that's the easy thing to do. Uh, and another person also suggested that maybe Sasha win- or Lacey wins the title and then Sasha wins the title in the Chamber and then Bailey goes for Sasha. In that reality, I don't know how that you get that without getting at at least a triple threat match with Lacey in it too. Because then that means she won it from Lacey. And then Lacey wouldn't want a rematch. So it kinda works for my post that I'm writing that, that could also work, but it doesn't work enough that I would want that to happen. Like they also suggested a maybe they're not even gonna have a title match and they're gonna they're, maybe they'll just have a match against each other, but they'll put the title on, like, Lacey versus Bliss. Why the fuck would they do Lacey versus Bliss? And what fucking reality does that make sense? First off, they're both faces! That's not gonna happen. Oh, just because, uh, what's-his-nuts what's his is the, uh, executive director or whatever, Bruce Pritchard, as if his role actually matters. Sorry, putting far too much stock in this guy's role when he his role is irrelevant. He, like, we're putting too much stock... Like, yes, this was announced that they're going to be the executive directors. The final say is Vince, and it's still Vince. It, we're like... Spent years like Vince is the final say. So if he says so, this is happening. This is happening, and I'm gonna say how much of it that's a bad thing. But now all of a sudden we have executive directors, and like they actually have some control. I'm like, yeah, except for what it still falls on Vince. So no, I put no fucking stock in anything this Bruce Pritchard has to say about it. And if Paul, I know Paul Heyman has the same on Raw, but. It, it, 
I mean, if Paul Heyman has this pro- is doing this Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley shit and all that kind of crap, then Paul Heyman has fallen far. But until we know exactly what their roles actually are and what they've actually do, like, just because Bruce Prichard once tweeted that Sasha does nothing for him, he doesn't have a say, a, the final say in what happens. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, so the the one person when they said that Sasha wouldn't turn on Bailey is, is he's like so she's so she's paranoid. I'm like, uh, sure. And so he was basically said, uh, well, I haven't seen any signs yet. I'm like, well, uh, I mean, Sasha's not in a title match with Bailey yet. There's no reason for there to be signs yet. There's an emergency alert so, uh thing going on the TV now, so that's great. Uh, yeah, so if that can stop at any time. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much SmackDown. Uh, moving on to Raw. The U.S. title ladder match was great. Uh, that, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Humberto Carrillo came back at the end after he tried to put Ray, uh, DDTM on the concrete. Uh, so yeah, all that, all that was really good. Uh, I gotta say, I'm liking the Seth Rollins stable now, and now Buddy Murphy is with them, and they won the tag titles, so that's cool. Don't, the Viking Raiders don't need those fucking belts. They're not really doing anything. I think those are two guys that also need to stay in NXT. Like, what are they doing? Hi, we're Vikings. Good wrestlers, but... You're not really doing anything. Like, being Vikings isn't a character enough. Like, so, uh, yeah, uh, so I only, I mean, I only saw the clip of the end of that match, but, so that's cool, put the, make those titles actually somewhat relevant, uh, see, uh, Orton beat Drew McIntyre and nobody cared, uh, Becky beat Kyrie Sane, Glad Kyrie Sane is back. Kyrie Sane and umbrellas are things that spin around during her entrance. We have to stand. No choice. Oscar uh, sitting on the turnbuckle during the match. That was amusing as well. And, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. And Ricochet seemed like he wanted to get his ass kicked, apparently, so that happened. Uh, he got kicked in the dick by Brock. He's like, I'm not scared. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's raw. Notice how I just ignored the Bobby Lashley Rusev bullshit, because that didn't happen. Uh, Aleister Black did something. I assume he beat some random. And if not, maybe he beat Matt Hardy. Maybe that's why Matt Hardy was trending. I don't know. I saw Matt Hardy was trending. I don't know why. Bill Venus was trending. Apparently his theme song showed up in something. I think it was for Otis. I didn't see that part. Uh, for a second, I thought he was the next un- inductee to the Hall of Fame. When I saw Val Venus was trending, I'm like, why the fuck would Val Venus be trending? 
Uh, but yeah, that's basically Raw in a nutshell. I don't think Charlotte was on, so that's plus. And if she was, well, I didn't see her, so... If a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around, do you hear it? Or does it make a noise? I don't know. The answer is yes, obviously. But, that's that. Uh, so that's Raw and SmackDown. That was a little more animated than I thought it would be. Uh, so, WrestleMania. WrestleMania 25. <sighs> okay, so Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, one of the best matches ever. We already know that. Don't need to say it. You already know. The rest of the show can go fuck itself. Yeah, I, honestly, it can go fuck itself. The rest of the show is basically shit. I, I went home, like, this was my last year of college. I went home for to watch WrestleMania, and I went back to school a day late. Normally, I, I would go home on a Friday, and I'd come back on Sunday. Obviously, WrestleMania Sunday night, so I left. Uh, so, obviously, this... Uh, I went back on Monday in the afternoon because I watched this at home and I watched it with one of my friends. I think this is the first time my friend actually watched WrestleMania with me. Uh, it's one of my friends that do doesn't watch wrestling very often. Like he's t He would watch pay-per-views with me sometimes if I invited him over, but he's not a wrestling fan. Like He knows some stuff about it because I watch it and he's... He has watched it a lot with me, but he's not a wrestling fan. He would never just, like, watch it on his own uh, for someone who basically is a conservative and just decides to call it gay erotica all the time. Uh, yeah, because it's dudes without sh shirts on punching each other. I'm like, dude, grow the fuck up. <laughs> it's like... That's how weird psychopaths see it. Other people just see people wrestling because it's wrestling. They are immune to the fact that people aren't wearing as much clothes as they normally do. In real. Yeah. He also likes to count really fast every time something gets thrown under the ring, as if a count out is supposed to be like one, two, three, four, five. No, that's not how it works. Anyways, uh, yeah. So this is the first actual WrestleMania I had him watch, and it was a pretty fucking terrible show. I mean, there was some stuff that wasn't bad, bad, but the main event of this show is awful. But we'll get to that. Uh, the I mean, Money in the Bank is Money in the Bank. It's hard to go wrong there. It's not a it's not a bad match. This just wasn't one of the be the better ones. It, it's not bad. It's just not super memorable. Other than I think Shelton Benjamin almost died three times, and because there was the one when he did the sun uh, sun uh, the sun off the ladder. I swear to God, it looks like he falls right on his neck. And I think... Well, okay, it's not Shelton that almost died three times, but it seemed like at least two or three people almost died. Shelton almost died there. I swear MVP almost died after Mark Henry, like, powerbombed him or something. Maybe it was somebody else. 
And then maybe it's Carlito that's the third person that it almost died. I didn't. I already watched Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels the other day. I'm not watching anything else from this show. Uh, I mean, Jericho beat the three legends, whoopty fucking do. And then Mickey Rourke did shit. Like, why? Like, they wasted Chris Jericho on three legends. Okay, I know Ricky Steamboat is Ricky Steamboat. And I, I love Roddy Piper. I just didn't... I just didn't need this match. Like, put the Jericho versus Steamboat match by itself that happened on Backlash here instead of the three of them with Flair. Because the rest of it was not necessary. Don't give a fuck about Jimmy Snuka. Love Roddy Piper, but that didn't really add much. And just have him versus Steamboat. The whole Mickey Rourke shit was bullshit. I didn't even want to watch The Wrestler. I, like... I almost felt just, like, obligated to see it just because I like wrestling. Like, okay, so there, like, my, like, my grandmother from my dad's side, I remember, asked if I saw The Wrestler just because she knows I like wrestling and it's a movie about wrestling. I'm like, like, I'm sitting over here, I'm like, just because this movie is about wrestling, it looks stupid as fuck, and then it's about it's Mickey Rourke. It's not even about a real wrestler. So, like, why the fuck would I care? Like, I saw Paige's movie. I wanted to see Paige's movie because I was a fan of Paige. So, of course, I wanted to see that movie. Even if it was mostly to see how they did the actual match at the end, which they didn't even do the exact match. But... So, I'm like... I'm like, why are you asking me this as if this is something I... Like... They asked me if I saw this movie as if this movie was, like, appointment viewing. Like, I had to... I just had to see this. I'm like... It'd be like if I asked my grandfather, Hey, you see that movie about that golfer? He probably would have. Because they would actually do that. Go see movies just because... Just because it's related to something they're interested in. It's like... I, I go to a bunch of movies and I'm like, I don't care about Mickey Rourke. He was that bet... He was in Iron Man 2. That's the only thing I've seen him in. And not a big fan of the Iron Man movies by themselves, to be honest. I like Robert Robert Downey Jr. and I like Iron Man. But the Iron Man series of movies, I did not care for those that much. They're not bad, but there's not much that's great about them either. Uh, So, yeah. Uh... So I yeah I, I didn't I didn't care about this at all. It's just another random celebrity thing at WrestleMania. It's like, okay, so we really needed Mickey Rourke punching Chris Jericho. That needed to happen. Uh, let's see, the Matt versus Jeff Hardy match. I don't really know how to describe this match. Just like when I remember what when I watched it the first time, like it seemed like they were just like setting up random contraptions of how to hurt each other. Like I don't know how to exactly describe what I what, what I what I mean here. It's like it's like they were in a sandbox full of giant toys of death basically, and trying to use them to kill each other, and it's like, this isn't a, 
and Erector Set, or it's a Connects, or it's Legos, and like they're building building all these things just to jump around them and hurt each other. It didn't seem like a wrestling match. I this I know this doesn't make any fucking sense, but it made sense to me at the time, and this is still how I feel about it. Although that twi- although that twist of fate inside the chair that was that was crazy. Uh, but outside of that, I didn't really feel anything towards this match. If I'm perfectly honest. Uh, maybe I should have. Uh, see what else. Oh, who can forget Kid Rock's epic performance of bullshit? And Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal. That Santino one. Yay! The Miss WrestleMania title that somehow got defended like it was a championship later on. That happened. Like, it's not a title. But they def- it was defended two months later on a random episode of Raw. Maybe it was a pay-per-view. It wasn't on WrestleMania, though. Why? And I mean, obviously it was Santina. Just like, why? And so, also, Kid Rock is awful. Why did you have him perform for ten fucking minutes? And then, he didn't even give them the rights to per- use this, in the, to distribute this. So then, when he got it on the DVD, which actually helped the DVD, it wasn't even there. You just suddenly, you were in the middle of a battle royal. Because all the women came out during this fucking bullshit concert. They all went to the ring at the same time. I guess that's the only way you get Santina out there, is that they all go out there at the same time. Because otherwise, who the fuck is this person getting their own entrance? I guess that's the only... I guess that's the reason why that had to happen. Because then everyone knows, well, there's something fucking wrong with this. Why are you going to perform on a show for ten minutes of awful music? Why anyone ever like Kid Rock? I have no idea. No one knows what the fuck ba what the ba means. No one gives a fuck. And now this fucktard is running for Senate. This is insane. But then, why would you not want people, them to distribute this? Because they're make, they're not making money off of you. No one's buying this DVD for your bullshit concert. We're wrestling fans. We're watching wrestling for wrestling. We're not watching it for your bitch ass. <sighs> And then, after years of watching this show, every year since it happened, because this is what I do, as you already know, that's because why I'm talking about it. Now that it's on the network, you have to see this bullshit concert again. And it's weird as fuck that it's, I'm like, oh, that's back. I didn't miss it, but there it is. It's the case of the bullshit missing Kid Rock that nobody wanted to solve. We answered. We 
We solved the case. We can put it on the network, but we can't sell it on DVD. It's like, why would, why would a musician not want people to see him play live? And then maybe actually go listen to his music. You would think he would want people to hear that in case they weren't fans and maybe they hear this music and they like him. I know it's Kid Rock and nobody's going to do that, especially now in 2020. Especially not even now that we know he's a fucking psychopath, which we should have known then, probably, but we definitely know now. <sighs> this is the fucking bullshit that we have to deal with as wrestling fans. Psychopaths. I like wrestling. I like seeing entrances. I want as much as the match was relevant, I wanted to see every fucking entrance for every single one of theirs. Because I like entrances. Even if their music is shit. You robbed me of 25 entrances. Fuck you, Kid Rock. Ah. <sighs> uh. We're going to talk, well, we can talk about Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker now. And I think it was before this I realized, and I told my friend, I'm like, yeah, this WrestleMania is actually not very good. I'm kind of sorry this is the first one that you've ever watched. Uh, except for this match, because this match is exceptional, as everyone knows. The only thing I can really say about this match is that I called the finish right before it happened. Like, the second Shawn is kind of standing next to the turnbuckle and he starts to climb it with Undertaker right behind him, I'm like, oh... He's going to moonsault, he's going to catch him, he's going to tombstone him, and that's going to be it. And sure enough, it happened. If you watch wrestling long enough, you know what, you know something that are going to happen right before they happen. You just, you know. Like, I'm sure I don't have to explain that to you. It's just like, you throw him into a turnbuckle, I know exactly if they're going to counter or not. I, I just know. I'm like, most of these, like, like, if... If the, someone goes to the top rope and then you do the move and you hit the move, if they go to the and then if it doesn't get the three, if they go back up to do the same move, it's gonna get countered because it it's gonna get countered. There's other instances of this too. Like there's just things in wrestling that if if you've watched it long enough, you know what's gonna happen because you've seen it before, and it just keeps happening. Uh, but yeah, the match is great. There's no there's nothing more that needs to be said. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan that they went and did the same match the next year, even though that match is also great. And obviously it's Sean Russell's retirement match. I just don't like them doing the same match two years in a row. I'm like, there's only w one WrestleMania year. Let's not do the same match every goddamn year. So, uh... Let's see. Edge versus Big Show versus John Cena. Why the fuck did we need to put Big Show in this shit? Like, this whole storyline was just crap. Why couldn't we just do John Cena versus Edge? They hadn't had a one-on-one -on -one WrestleMania match yet. I know they had a bunch of matches before, but why did we need to put Big Show in this shit? Oh, so Cena can pick up both of them at once? That does, I'm like, 
that doesn't impress me. I'm sure he could do that in his sleep. Like, how many times have we seen people pick up the Big Show? Or John Cena pick up the Big Show? More times than I can count. It does. It's not impressive after the first time. You see it happen once, it happened. It's no longer impressive. Because once the, I see you do it once, there's no reason why you can't do it again. Unless you, like, lost strength in your arms or some shit. Oh, now he has Edge on top of the Big Show. Yeah, and Big Show is carrying most of Edge's weight. That's not impressive. Uh, and the storyline is god-awful. Should have just been Edge versus Cena. I mean, seriously, what was the point of this? Because Edge just won the title right back from Cena a month later. And by God, Triple H versus Randy Orton. By God. This this match causes me so much pain. Not these days, but at the time and for a, a, a serious amount of time after it caused me so much pain. Like, uh, Seriously, it's probably the Alexa Bliss winning Money in the Bank and then winning the title thing. Or Sasha not winning it, Hell in a Cell. That kind of shit. It was the... This might be the... Before those matches... Before those nights, this is probably probably that one. Uh, for me. And there was a long time in between that. It was like, there was nothing... It, there, I can't imagine that there was anything between 2009 and 2018 that physically hurt me as much as this match did. Not enough to, like, it, it's not like end of the world, I'll never, like, I might actually stop watching wrestling or something like that. Levels, like, those, the matches I just mentioned might almost, like, one of them almost did. And we're not yet out of the woods from that. Depending on what they do at WrestleMania, if they don't do what I'm expecting them to do again, we're going to have some problems. But I'm like, before Sasha and before CM Punk, Randy Orton was my favorite. I've had, like, I've had four favorites. I mean, it was Rob Van Dam, then it was Randy Orton. They coincided for a time. I've had, I mean, obviously, there's other favorites too, but these are the favorites. Rob Van Dam, Randy Orton, CM Punk, Sasha Banks. So, from about 2006 to 2011, it was Randy Orton. He had not re- main evented WrestleMania yet. He had he defended the title the year before successfully, and at the time it felt big. This this a year later felt even bigger. He punted Vince McMahon in the head. 
I was there live when that happened. He won the Royal Rumble. After he punted Vince in the head, we it's not really a surprise he won the Rumble. Kind of expected it after that. It's like, well, you punted the owner of the company, so you're going to have to win the Rumble to keep your job. So he did. So that happened. That was great. The feud was really, really good. There's a couple of things that could have been a little better probably, but the feud was great. And it was the main event of WrestleMania. And and they just fucking stunk the joint out. And Triple H won. Like, not only the match, the match was terrible. Like, when I was watching it, I wasn't even really like, this match is bad. Like, the match is, but then Triple H won, I'm like, the fuck? The fuck is happening here? And then, at that point, I'm like, oh, and then I, everyone online is like, this match was awful. It was terrible. It was boring. It was one of the worst WrestleMania events. I'm like, I'm like, is it? I don't know. I, I, you know what? I don't even care because Triple H won. So why the fuck do I care what you think of this match? It's not. It's not like Randy won. If Randy won, if Randy won this match, I probably have a different. I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't hate the match because the right person won. And I'd probably defend it. I'd probably call y'all crazy. But Triple H won, so I have no stake in it. Especially now, because I'm not an Orton fan anymore. But, I mean, at the time, it's like... There was... Like, this was the story for me going into WrestleMania. What I cared about the most. I mean, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels is going to be great, obviously, but... I was freaking excited for this. I'm like, Randy's going to win the title in the main event of WrestleMania. That's going to be it. And, like, it's finally going to have him put Triple H behind him. Because him and Triple H, all that shit. Like, at least at that time, it felt like they didn't get along or something. Because he kept, lost the title to him three times. Won it from him once. Like what? Uh, I mean, he won the world title, and then he lost it a month later to Triple H, and then he kept feuding with Triple H, but didn't win it back from it. And then Batista won it. Uh, then he won the. T- then he got the title at No Mercy, lost it immediately to Triple H while I was there, but then won it back from Triple H at the end of the night. That was a fun show. Uh, but then he lost it to Triple H again after Russell after at Backlash after WrestleMania the next year. So it's like. If you lo- if you win it from someone but lose it back to them, did you really win? Were you ever really champion? I guess. I'm like this was gonna be it. And then this shit. And then he won it a month later at Backlash in a six man tag team match. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, why does my favorite wrestler have to win things in the dumbest way possible? Like, 
I go out of my way to be the, 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 the biggest fan of this, well, not, like, the biggest, like, there's probably bigger fans of his than mine, but, like, this guy is the guy I care about the most, and, and this is, why is this happening to the guy I like the most? Like, nobody else's favorite wrestler wins the title in a six-man fucking tag team match? Why? Sure, I was excited about it at the time. Fuck, this, at the end of that show, Randy Orton, Edge, and Christian were all the world champions. That was a fucking amazing show. But he still won the fucking title on a six-man tag team match when he should have just won at WrestleMania. Triple H has... Uh, what? A, a track record of burying people. Buried Randy Orton plenty. He, uh, he he beats everybody except that he loses. But he always loses at WrestleMania. Always, uh, except for Booker T, which is bullshit, which we all know. But he lost. He lost the title to Chris Benoit. He lost the title to uh, Batista. He lost to Cena. He was injured. He lost to Orton and Cena. The one time he has to put. The one time he wins a fucking match since WrestleMania 19, it's against my favorite wrestler? Go fuck yourself. And then I'm like, next year he fights Sheamus? I'm like, I swear to God, if this motherfucker puts over Sheamus, but he wouldn't put over Randy Orton last year in the fucking main event, I swear to God. I swear, like, he, I mean, he beat Sheamus. Thank God. But... I'm like, if he fucking lets Seamus beat him, just because they're workout buddies, I swear to fucking God, I will throw something. This could have been a great WrestleMania. Outside of one match, it's shit. Changed my mind. There's a lot of ranting on the show. How far into this am I? Oh, good thing I checked. I'm at 55 minutes. I still have to do rumble predictions. So I'm going to have to pause this for a second. Okay, we're back. Not that you notice the difference. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, NXT from last week. I guess we could talk about for a minute. Ah, I mean, really, I just want to say that... Uh, I'm very happy Bianca won the Battle Royal. I uh, was excited to see uh, Mercedes Martinez in it. I uh, was excited to see Casey Canzaro in it. Because for a second, uh, I think there was a rumor that she was retiring several months ago, but I'm glad that didn't actually happen. Uh, I don't really know where that rumor came from, but I'm glad that's not true. Uh, let's see. Uh... Really, actually, is there anything else on that show? Oh, it was, it was nice to see Alex Shelley. Love Motor City Machine Guns. No, obviously, it was teaming with Kushida, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's uh, all we're really going to talk about. Well, no. Isaiah Scott won a match. That was great. That was a... Who the fuck... 
was it just him and Leo Rush? No, it was him and Leo Rush. It was him, Leo Rush, and Tyler Breeze, I think, in a triple threat match. That match was great. No one's surprised. Uh, yeah, but uh, there's really not much else about NXT. I really need to talk about. I really do not give a fuck about the Dusty Classic. There's just not nearly enough teams that I care about in NXT. So, it is what it is. Uh, so, uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble predictions. So, let me bring up the match card. Uh, I'm fairly certain New Day versus Morrison and Miz is going to happen for the titles. It's just not currently listed because it has not been set up. But it's probably going to happen. And I would expect Miz and Morrison to win. Because, I mean, Morrison just came back. Uh, so I assume that's going to happen. Uh, Roman versus Corbin on a false count any, anywhere match. Roman wins. End of the story. Hopefully that's the end of their feud and Roman can move on to better things. Uh... So, I, yeah, I'm looking for the tag title match, assuming that it happens. Again, it's Baron Corbin. I don't give a fuck. Sheamus will beat Chad Gable. I don't really know why this match needs to happen. This, like, a lot of this rumble, I really don't care about much of. I care about the... I basically care about the women's matches, the tag title match, and Fiend versus uh, Brian. Even then, I don't even really care about that that much because it's a strap match. I don't give a fuck about that. What am I talking about? Bray's going to retain. No one's going to be surprised. It's a strap match. I don't give a fuck about strap matches. Whether I don't know if they have to pin each other or if they have to hit the four turnbuckles things. I don't care about e- like, either Br- Bray's going to win or if they... That turnbuckle thing is stupid as fuck. I, just no. I hope it's not one of those things. Uh, so, I've already ranted about the Men's Rumble, uh, plenty two weeks ago. I'm no, I'm no less angry about it. Brock doesn't, there's no reason for Brock to be in this thing. The only way to save this match at this point is if Brock is in there for a little bit, he gets a few eliminations, and a surprise entrant happens near the beginning He's shocked to see them, and suddenly he gets eliminated by it. And that's the end of the story. Then maybe Brock comes back and sends that guy packing or something. or I don't know. Because if, if Ken Velasquez actually wins this Royal Rumble, I'm... that No. Like, the only... At this point, the only proper winner of this thing is, Ro- is Roman. Because the the other options are, are just some ter- for some terrible feud for Raw I don't want. So the only acceptable, like, somehow they've made, the WWE, WWE has finally done it. They finally found the match where the only acceptable answer is Roman winning. They've finally done it. Good job, WWE. You got there. It took the other option being completely garbage. And again, I like Roman, but... He is, because, I mean, there's nobody else for SmackDown. There, There's literally no one else for, because uh, 
if Brian was in the Rumble and Roman was facing the Fiend, then that that would be Brian went. Well, then Brian would be the right person, but it's the other way around. So that's where we're at. Uh, I I really hope the women's one main events. I'm gonna. I mean, cause a cause they should and it's better. It's gonna be. It's already better than the Smash. I don't know anything. Anyways, I mean, we'll get to the women's rumble. We'll get to that last. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. I've already talked about. Bailey is going to retain by some scheming means, unless there's some bullshit. And yeah, uh, at this point, Bailey needs to retain. I won't really accept anything else, because the other, any other route is not going to be something I, I, I care to live through. Like, even if she ends up with the title back and we still end up with Sasha and Bailey, I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't want to live through that four weeks of they better do this. I don't need the, I don't need more anxiety. I need it to be proven that the match that I think is going to happen is going to happen as quickly and as painlessly as possible. This is the goal. This is what we need. So, Bailey retains, and then announce the elimination chamber before the end of the show. That probably won't happen, but uh, if you could, I would appreciate it. Uh, Becky versus Asuka is uh, outside of the women's rumble is definitely the match I'm looking forward to the most. Considering my other option for Becky at WrestleMania. Is Ronda Rousey or even Shayna Baszler, which I don't care for that match either too much, to be honest. Honestly, I have to root for Asuka. I, obviously, Becky is going to win. That's not... that My prediction is Becky, obviously. But honestly, I'm rooting for Asuka. I like... I love Becky. I'm... I'm fine with... She's had her run. I'm fine with her losing the title now. Just have her lose the title to the right person. And Ronda ain't it. Or Shayna ain't it either. Like, I'm fine with her losing the title anytime now. To the right person. Like, as long as someone's had a significant run... I don't care if the... I don't care about them holding it... For a super long amount of time, just having a decent amount of time and lose it to the right person. Rhonda and Shayna aren't it. What you do with the tag titles after that? Anyone's guess. Not my problem. Not one of those people who's like, oh, you, you can't have two belts. You have one you have to take care of. You can't have two. Who says? I didn't say that for Becky. Becky, Becky had to. They don't have to have it for long. They don't have to have both for long. Doesn't matter, because it's not going to happen. Doesn't matter. But she could have both. Anyways, uh, women's rumble. This is what I'm honestly most looking forward to. 
the Women's Rumble that has four people announced for it as of today. There are four people announced for this match. Okay, so I realize there's a much... The, the women's roster the women's roster is significantly less than the men's. So basically, if you're a woman on the roster, you're probably in this match. And if you don't have a match ready, if you're a champion. That basically means you're probably already in this match. You could still announce them. Just because we can just assume that... I mean, like, Sasha's not even announced for this match. I mean, obviously she'll be in the match. But... Like, the, here are the four people announced for this match. Charlotte, okay, obvious. Uh, Alexa Bliss, obvious. Nikki Cross, okay. And Sarah Logan, apparently. Ray. They have done nothing. They have really done nothing to build this rumble at all. Like, they haven't built the men's r- rumble that well either to be honest but it's better than they've done for this so like they have not done a good job building almost anything on this show besides Becky versus Asuka, Bailey versus Lacey and Fiend versus Brian I mean I guess if you're into the Roman versus Baron shit then I guess you then sure They've done a decent job there. I just don't give a fuck about Baron, so... And uh, Miz and Morrison versus New Day, too. But... Okay. Scratch what I said. They've done nothing good to build the actual rumbles, which are the point of this show. That, That makes perfect sense. Like... <sighs> yeah. So I'm just I'm really just ready for this rumble to depress me cuz I'm pretty sure both rumble winners are not going to be anyone I give a single fuck about. I mean unless it's Roman, but cuz Roman is fine. I won't be super excited about it, but it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, collective wisdom is Rondo shows up and wins. And if not, maybe Shayna. I don't care about either of those results. There are three possible winners. Rhonda is the heavy favorite. Somewhat behind her is Shayna. And an f- extremely low percentage chance that Sasha wins. And if anything else happens, then I'll be fucking surprised. But then, if anything besides those three things happen, it's a super what the fuck. Because then, it just throws a wrench into, well, if... It wasn't one of those three, then they're probably fucking me over, aren't they? Because if if Ronda, Ronda or Shayna is gonna be Becky's challenger at Mania, so anyone besides those two is going for Bailey. 
And that's the problem. If it's not Sasha, obviously. So. If it's not Sasha, I almost have to root for Ronda or Shayna, which is fucking stupid, isn't it? Even, even though I don't want them to win. Because ultimately, ultimately, that match doesn't mean much to me. It doesn't really matter. Like, there's only one match at this WrestleMania that even matters to me. And so, if Sasha is not going to win the Rumble, then I need the expected result to happen. <laughs> For me, for my sanity, which is almost bad because I don't even want that result. This is the ridiculous corner that WWE has put themselves in. That I need to root for the shit that I don't want to happen in the result that it's not the exact thing that I do want to happen. Fuck this company! Like, seriously. Why? Why are they doing this to me? Why? Why do they hate me so much? <sighs> I'm supposed to like wrestling. This Wrestling's not supposed to do this to me. I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to enjoy what I'm watching. Why does it cause me so much physical pain? Or emotional pain? Or both? Why? If Ronda, Ronda Rousey or Shayna Baszler is going to win and I'm just going to be like, well, it didn't fuck over the match I actually want. It's just going to fuck over a match I don't care much about. This is the fucked up... Uh, this, it, this is fucked up. Like, I'm almost scared that anyone else will win. And it'll just be like, who the f- where the fuck did he come from? I saw Nia Jax was filming some kind of thing for WWE a few weeks ago. And I don't know what that was for. And I hope it was for some kind of documentary. I sincerely hope... Sincerely? Is that a word? It is now. Sincerely. Sincerely hope that was for some kind of documentary or network special and not some kind of return vignettes. Because that almost scares me into thinking, what if the fuck... What if, what if Nia Jax comes back and fights Bailey? Fuck me. Although, if Nia Jax came back and won the Rumble, I'd actually think she would go for Becky. Because if you think about it, Nia Jack's gonna show up and be like, this shit didn't ha- wouldn't have happened to you for you if I didn't punch you in the face. So you're gonna fight me at WrestleMania. So, actually, so if Nia won... If Nia actually won the Rumble, I think she would go after Becky. Well, if, she, if she's a heel. If she's a face, then she's going for Bailey, which is a problem. I swear to God, if they do Bailey versus Nia Jax, I will show. I will find someone and I will hurt them. I will find as many people in this company that I can, and I'll find them and I will do things to them. 
it will probably be a stern talking to. And then I will cancel my network in front of them. And they will laugh at me and call me Mark. And I'll be like, how did you know my name? Can't degrade me with my actual name. This episode has been far more ranty than I thought it would be. Yeah. Anyways, I just want to be able to write my post in peace and know that it's not a waste of my time. Is that so hard to ask? Is that so hard to let me do? Like, it's going to be good. And I want it to have its proper ending. Let it have its proper ending. Have Sasha win the Rumble. It's going to be one of those points where I, I'm not expecting anything, but I'm still disappointed. That's what's going to happen. I expected nothing, and I'm still disappointed. Do the simple, take the simplest and most painless route to the only match at WrestleMania that I care about. That's what I want you to do. Give me Sasha winning the title from Bayley at WrestleMania. Give her one single decent title run. That's all I fucking ask for. One. I'm not asking for five. Not asking for ten. I'm not asking for more than Rick, more titles than Ric Flair ever had. I just want one actual title run. That shouldn't be so hard to ask for. I am. I should not have to be to beg for one decent championship reign. For the best wrestler in the fucking world. It's ridiculous that I have to ask for one. I should be asking for five or seven decent title reigns. Well, yeah, we'll stick with five. No need to make it a bigger prime number. She should have five actual decent length title reigns in her career not necessarily by now but in her career however long that may be she's had zero on the main roster zero she had one decent title reign that was in NXT she's won a title four times on the main roster, defended it zero times successfully. That means she was never champion to begin with. She lost. She won the title four times, de- lost it the first time on her first defense back to the person that she won it from. That means she never 
won the title actually. That means she was actually just a prop to expand the number of title reigns that her of the person that she won it from. And she's better than both of those people combined to the millionth power. That was generous to the two of them, by the way. Now, when you read my post, you'll know why she lost the title on the, her first fence each time. Because I have reasoning for it. Kayfabe reasoning, which is not the real reason, but I'm, I'm going with it because it, it makes enough sense kayfabe-wise. When you read it, you'll get it. In a kayfabe sense, it kind of makes sense. It's not the real life reason, but I'm going to go with it. I like it. Fits into the story perfectly. But you'll have to read that when it's done. Uh... I've just realized I have not watched one of the Royal Rumbles that I always watch before every Royal Rumble yet. I haven't even started yet. It's the week of. Normally I've done this long before. I always watch, like, the Royal Rumbles from 2001 through 2004. And I watched 2009. And now I would probably at least watch last year's Women's Rumble. Probably both of them. But definitely last year's. I gotta get on that. I don't. I don't have much time, to be honest. So I get. I mean, I have this week, so I have. The, I've got six or seven of them to watch. So I'm gonna have to get on that. Fortunately, there's so many other things to do. But there was a, there was much more to this episode than I thought there would be. So I'm actually surprised. So. Uh, review of Rumble next week as always hopefully it's good it's better than my expectations because my expect my expectations for both Rumbles right now I'm sure the women's Rumble will be good but I will be disappointed in the result uh, but the uh, outside of the men's Rumble and the result of the women's Rumble hopefully the rest of it is all good and that's all I gotta say for now, so I hope you all have a good day.